Welcome to Rollin' with Ungayo, a travelogue with weed. Join us every week as intrepid chronosaur Ungayo Bilam talks about life from the road. Every week brings a new city. Every week is a new adventure. Every week three are buses to take, foods to eat, friends to make, ideas to share, and joints to smoke. All that and dessert first. And now, here he is, the globetrotter of ganja, the dank diplomat, the bard of buds, Ungayo Bilam. And away we go. Welcome again to Rolling with Ungayo. Another beautiful week right here on CannabisRadio.com, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, your mom's house, your sister's house, your partner's house, or just, you know, the street. Maybe you're walking down the street listening to it right now. We're going to thank Chameleon Glass for being cool. We'd like to thank all the other sponsors. I want to thank Saturn Ranch for supporting us for the longest time. Um, it's fantastic. We, we appreciate all your support. We appreciate all the love. We appreciate everything that everyone does in every way uh, to, to promote peace and tolerance and understanding. Um, apparently, this government is trying to take us back to, like, almost quite literally the 50s, where there's always a threat of nuclear war and you got to practice your duck and cover skills because everyone knows that hiding under your desk will keep you completely safe in the event of a nuclear holocaust. I mean, that's you can't argue science. I mean, you can. You can argue science, especially if you're a member of the Trump administration. You can argue all the science. You can even suppress some science if you like. Today is the 10th of August. It is in the morning. I'm in Sacramento, California right now at my new place. And that's what we're going to talk about uh, a little bit when we discuss. Tra- oh, wait, before we do that. Dessert first, because you should always have dessert first in case some shit goes wrong. You don't know. A truck might come rolling through your restaurant or or anything. You might uh, accidentally get electrocuted on the third rail of politics. We never know what's going to happen. So have dessert first. I haven't had many desserts this week, although I did have some lovely cookies in San Francisco. It was a friend of mine's birthday, so we went out to the Cliff House, um, which, you know, it's a view restaurant. So when you go to view restaurants, I mean, you sit there, you stare out the window at Seal Beach and the ocean and the Sutro Bass and all that shit, and the sun goes down, and it's very, very pretty. But uh, sometimes view restaurants can can coast they can coast on on their food and i thought the food was erratic is a strong word but uh a lot of things are really good like the the mussels were fat and juicy the oysters were also fat and juicy and who doesn't like a fat meaty oyster that tastes a little bit of the sea um (laughs) sorry it's very early today and the shrimp were excellently cooked. Although I got to say that the, well, th- that was the most, that was probably one of their most successful dishes was the tempura shrimp with the, uh, with like a sweet chili sauce. It wasn't very spicy at all. Nothing they had was very spicy. They advertised harissa in the uh, mussels, right? Harissa broth. But I feel like well, Harissa should be a spicier spice than that. And I understand that it's the Cliff House. And you're going to take your grandma and your grandma's probably not. Well, listen, my grandma was hella into spicy foods. Right? I come from a long line of hot sauce in the purse uh, type people. Or, or maple syrup. I'm really more of a pure maple syrup 
in the in the in the jacket type person when I go to a restaurant that I know doesn't have real maple syrup. Is that weird? Am I the only person who does that? Do that. You got to do that because sometimes these fake ass syrups don't really don't really handle the thing. But anyway, the point is, and also uh, a small quibble about the if you're at the fancy ass view restaurant where everything is thirty million dollars to eat, maybe you could have better cleaning your table service. You know what I'm saying? When you finish a plate, especially when the tables are small because they're trying to cram people in there. They're supposed to be a person. And and I know that's kind of a privilege and entitlement thing, but I, I also have been to my share of fa- fancy restaurants, right? So when you when you finish one little plate, there's usually somebody right there, Johnny on the spot, is like, right? And they whip it away. Maybe they have the little crumb thing. You know what I'm talking about? The little crumb comb where they wipe it on your white tablecloth and do that. They didn't really have any of that. So I was kind of a little disappointed with the service. Uh, more than anything else. And it, maybe it was because they're late, they're going to close. I don't know. But the point is, their cookies were delicious. They had these little double chocolate cookies, which were probably the best ones. A little powdered sugar, double chocolate. Uh, and then they had an oatmeal raisin cookie that was pretty good. And they had a red velvet cupcake, which I thought was delicious. And so those are the desserts. But really, I mean, you know, you can make cookies at home. Who doesn't? Uh, no one does, really. This is America. You just buy them at the store or get them at... Uh, uh, by the dough, and then you don't even cook them. You just eat the dough slowly but surely, piece by piece, <laughs> bit by bit. That's not how you do it? Okay, it doesn't matter. All right, so anyway, so that was dessert. So we're moving on. We're going to discuss... Oh, we'll, uh, we'll do one more thing while we were in San Francisco, since we're traveling. So we're in San Francisco, outside the Boom Boom Room, which is a great, new, great name for a club, uh, when it first opened 20-something years ago, it was primarily a blues club, right? John Lee Hooker opened it, uh, Boom Boom Room, which is um, a play on one of his songs. He's got that song, Boom, 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 going to shoot you right down. Take you home with me, <laughs> put you in my house, throw you on my couch, boom, 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 which, you know, that's... Uh, that's how uh, people talked dirty back in the day. You didn't come right out and say, put the cocaine on my dick and snort it like a Hoover or whatever. You had to be a little more roundabout, a little more subtle. Boom, 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 boom. Everybody knew what you meant. So the boom, boom room. Uh, so so they've gone from primarily a blues club to a blues and funk and hip hop and soul club, which is pretty cool, pretty exciting, very thoughtful. Uh, and so there was Sunday night and they do this thing every Sunday night called hip hop ROTC, which is not the reserve officers training corps, but the return of the cypher, which is nice. Uh, maybe some of you guys weren't around in the nineties or whatever. So before it was really hip hop battles and all that stuff and cats being super competitive that way, it was really more like a cypher, like an exhibition, right? So you kind of stand in a circle, somebody starts a beat, everybody jumps in, you jump in with a few rhymes, this and that and that and this. And so it was cool that way in a very old school, uh, old thing. I love a cypher. It had me fired up. I definitely thought about jumping up on stage. You know, I used to do the hip hop. I could probably still hop or hip a little bit. I don't know if I can hip and hop, but I could probably get my hip to hop something like that. So we, we checked that out for a while and that was hella cool. I bumped to my good friend Equipto, old school cat. I hadn't seen him in a minute. It was great. Uh, but I'm standing outside having a cigarette because filthy, dirty habits. And a guy comes up to me and he wants to bum a smoke and he offers me a dollar. He offers me a dollar for the cigarette, which is what people do now. Back in the day when cigarettes were cheap, uh, people just bum a cigarette. They wouldn't offer you any money. But now that it's $10 a pack for 20 cigarettes, that is 50 cents. 
a cigarette, by the way. So uh, people now, when they go to bum a cigarette, they offer you money because everybody acknowledges and recognizes the fact that cigarettes are more expensive than they used to be. So he was like, and usually it's like 50, 75 cents, but he was straight up. He's like, I'll give you a dollar for a cigarette. I was like, okay, man, you don't have to give me a dollar because I understand drugs, whatever. I, I just hand out drugs. People hand me drugs. That's how it works. But I give him a cigarette. He hands me a dollar. I was like, you need a light? And he goes, at these prices? And I don't know if that was funny to you, but it tickled me uh, completely. I was completely tickled. And it, I was reminded of the old joke about the guy with the hunchback, <laughs> the, the bartender. <laughs> See if I have time to get through this joke. It's the stupidest joke in the world. <laughs> guy walks into the bar and he noticed the bartender has a hunchback, but whatever, you know, people got to work. And so he orders a beer. He says, I'll have a Budweiser. He's, the Budweiser sets it down. It says, uh, it'll be $9. The guy kind of looks at him and whatever. He drinks his beer. And, uh, he says, let me get a bag of peanuts from behind the bar. Barker brings back peanuts. It'll be five bucks. He's like, man, that's kind of wild. But he gives him the money and the same thing. And uh, the, uh, the bartender says, hey, man, I appreciate you not staring at me or making fun of my hunchback. And the guy goes, hunchback? I thought it was your ass. Everything else here is so high. It's a classic. You guys don't know that my 10th grade Spanish teacher told me that joke. Salute, Mr. Quintana, who told me a lot of good jokes and helped me with my high school Spanish, which did me very well when I went to Spain. I was impressed. Uh, I had to actually track him down and tell him that. Okay, so I think we've rambled long enough for the first segment. We had dessert. We bummed a cigarette. We saw some hip-hop. We bumped into some friends. We told a corny-ass joke. And that's good enough for now. We'll be back in just a couple of minutes with more good stuff right here on Rolling with Ungayo. Rolling with Ungayo needs to roll some commercials from our sponsors. So stay right here. Are you disturbed by the prescription medication commercials on television and their endless list of side effects? They go on and on and you end up having to take multiple pills to counteract the problems caused by the first pill. It never ends. Have you looked into CBD as a more natural option? At Saturn Ranch, we produce all-natural CBD topicals and THC-infused edibles. Premium lab-tested hemp-derived CBD is the most important ingredient in our products. From topical bombs, salt scrubs, bath-soaking salts to tinctures and edibles, you're sure to find something to help. Family-owned and operated, we at Saturn Ranch believe in and use our products daily. Don't put anything on your body that you wouldn't put in your body. SaturnRanch.com Strainwise Consulting is the most sought-after consulting company for cannabis business applications and management contracts. We consulted on the first recreational license in the world and have had an over 95% success rate on applications submitted. The industry is growing at such an exponential rate that building a powerful and lasting cannabis business is a number one priority. Here's Strainwise's Sean Eubanks. In our first five years, we branded and supported nine medical and recreational marijuana dispensaries and approximately 160,000 square feet of sophisticated and efficient product cultivation. Strainwise Consulting has the experience and expertise to guide you through the process. The next generation of vaporizers has arrived. Vuber vaporizers are blazing the way with unparalleled technology for oil, concentrate, or dry flower pens. Providing unsurpassed customer service and expert craftsmanship, Vuber vaporizers use cutting-edge technology, providing a power-packed, smoother vapor with a lifetime guarantee. Experience vaporizing the way it was meant to be. The Vuber way. Rollin' with Ungayo is back, only on CannabisRadio.com. 
You're welcome. And we're back. Thanking you for listening to us here on Rolling with Umgayo, uh, your favorite weed and travel podcast or your traveling weed podcast or your weed travel podcast. It's a travelogue with weed. That's how I would do it if I was on like a, a, a soft rock station or one of those. I don't know if you guys have this. Is this a national slogan? There's a radio station out here in Sacramento that advertises itself as all the hits without the rap. And every time I see that ad or one of their trucks or their promotional vehicles, I want to slash everyone's tires. Well, everyone involved with who came up with the slogan or maybe the person driving the car. I just feel like um, it's crazy. It's like top 40 music with a little racism. That's how I feel about it. That's, that's, that is, might as well be what they call the slogan. You understand what I'm saying? It's like, and you could, like, you could, if you were smart, you would just play the hits without the rap and not mention that it doesn't have any rap. You understand? And how do you define rap? Because is Kid Rock a rapper, right? Is Migos? Well, Migos counts as rapping. Childish Gambino. Is he a rapper, right? He's got that big hit right now where he doesn't rap one time, but he came up as a rapper. So my point is music is music. You understand? And you don't have to say without the rap. You just don't play any rap and then nobody notices, Right. And if somebody says, hey, you guys aren't playing any rap, well, like, it doesn't really fit our format. You don't got to be alike without the rap. Because that's just, I just think that's weird. I think that's weird. There's no reason not to listen to rap music and don't front like, oh, rap is sexist and violent. Hey, America is sexist and violent. If you don't think country music is full of violence, I advise you to listen to some Garth Brooks songs again. Because I understand that there's a song where some dude drove his semi-truck through a hotel to kill his old lady who he caught cheating on him, right? Top hit. Mama was a looker. Boy, did she shine. Dad, he was a trucker with a jealous mind. So uh, violence is America, and America is violence. And don't get it twisted. We're trying to work to change that, but I don't think not listening to hip-hop music is really the peaceful solution you're looking for. Uh, but the, that's not the point. I had a point about, <laughs> I was going to talk, oh, I remember what we're talking about. We're talking about, since this is a travel log. I just moved, you guys. I just moved from Midtown Sacramento to, um, I guess I'm between South Natomas and Gardenland. 95833, if you're trying to look it up. Uh, I'm not telling you my exact address. Just wander around. People know me. I'm just south of El Camino between Truxel and Northgate. I'm sure you can find it. I'm sure you can find it. Just look for the tall black guy. There's lots of tall black guys out here. So I just moved. So it's kind of a... It's not a culture shock because Sacramento is Sacramento, but it's a different, a different vibe, right? Because I was in Midtown, which is Midtown. It's uh, it's fancyish, you know. what I'm saying it used Midtown back when downtown and Midtown Sacramento was uh, a little more run down and way, 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 way cheaper. It's still relatively inexpensive, but it's not cheap anymore. We'll talk about that. But one was way, way cheaper. That's where all the artists and all the freaks and all the, the wild-ass people lived. You lived in Midtown, you chopped it up, you kicked it in your little artist studio loft or whatever. Uh, but Sacramento is getting more popular. It's getting more bigger. It's more people. Uh, it's getting more moneyed. You know, It's not just government workers and freaks. There used to be a big Keep Midtown Janky campaign uh, in the early 2000s or the late 90s when, when Midtown first started gentrifying. But now it's gentrifying uh, crazy quickly, crazy quickly. So 
studio apartments that used to go for $500 are now $1,400 because Midtown doesn't have rent control. Sacramento doesn't have rent control. So the, you just got to do something. So uh, for damn near the cost of a tiny apartment in Midtown Sacramento, you can buy a house five minutes outside of Midtown Sacramento and well, five minute drive is like an eight minute drive or a 40 minute bus ride because public transportation is weird. But the beauty of moving, first of all, and when you move, by the way, uh, I cannot stress this enough. If you were over 25 to 28, if you were past your mid twenties, uh, I recommend saving your money if you can and hiring movers. There is nothing better. I mean, you still got to pack all the shit up, but you ain't got to carry it down the stairs, man. You know what I'm saying? And the guys show up and they're all young and trim and fit or old and trim and fit. Muscular, oily men. They weren't oily, but they were sweaty. Sweaty young men with big trucks carrying your stuff. You can't go wrong. You sit there on the porch and then you point. No, put that in the kitchen, please. Put that in. Uh, that all goes in the office. Everything goes in the in the backyard. Uh, it's about $80 an hour for two guys in a truck. And it took them four and a half hours or so. And uh, the, that's money well spent. And you can run it off your taxes if you're smart or have a good lawyer. Sorry, a good tax account. And like I said before, Batman is my tax accountant uh, because he's good at deductions. I tried to get Sherlock Holmes, but the guy's old and booked up. Uh, so I now have a new neighborhood an area to explore, which I haven't uh, I haven't had in a minute. I've lived in Midtown for three, four, five years now, and I know a lot of the things, and I got a lot of the hookups and the spots, and now I got to go create new relationships. So I'm three blocks from the Truxel and El Camino little shopping center area. Uh, and here's one thing that I've noticed about my new area. The food is way cheaper, right? The food is way cheaper. The, Midtown is great, and it's fan but it's kind of fancy-pantsy. Right. So when you go to buy your Thai food, all the dishes are 12 bucks. All the dishes are nine bucks. When you go to get your bacon and eggs in the morning, they want nine dollars for a plate of bacon and eggs. A hamburger is eight bucks, nine bucks. Uh, this new place, man, the burger place on the street, hamburger, three dollars, 68 cents. Hamburger with pastrami on it, six dollars. French fries, two ninety nine. And the French fries were delicious. I recommend Classic Burger on Northgate Boulevard. Uh, north of El Camino, about half a mile. I don't know how else to explain it. You can look it up, dog. You got Google. You got the maps. You can do all the shit. Uh, right? Burrito trucks. Ta taco trucks. Man, everything is cheaper. I found the world's largest fucking 99-cent store five blocks from my house. I had never seen a 99-cent You ever walk? Is that the weirdest thing? You walk into a 99-cent store? And it was just like, could all these things possibly be under a dollar? Yes, they were. I don't, I don't know if that's interesting to you or not, but it was, it kind of blew my mind. And I had mentioned it to somebody. I was like, I've been in, I was just in the world's largest 99 cent store. And they were like, oh man, I know that store. It's fucking huge. Cause it is, it's just, it's just weird because most of the time, I mean, it's a big store, but they're usually not like Costco big, you know what I'm saying? So this is like the Costco of 99 cent stores. Is that a good analogy? I don't know. I don't know if it is or not, but that's how it is. So I've been exploring. I've been exploring the new neighborhood. We got some good Mexican places, which I'm going to find, try out. And uh, maybe the best wing joint in Sacramento, 
which uh, I don't know if that's saying a lot because now that I think about it, I can't really say that Sacramento is known for its wings. I think it's all BWWs, uh, Buffalo Wing World or whatever it's called, Big West World. I don't know what it means. Or or wing stops. But this is uh, Kiki's Wings, K-I-K-I. Uh, and uh, the wings were delicious. The staff was culturally diverse, which I always appreciate. I know that's weird. Am I the only person that notices these things? But I had the ch- chicken tenders with the barbecue sauce, which was nice, and another sweet, spicy Thai sauce. And this sweet, spicy chili Thai sauce actually had a little spicy chili Thai to it, which is nice. If you advertise pepper in a sauce, there should be some fucking pepper in the sauce. Is that weird? That's not weird. That's not weird to say. That's not weird to think. That's not weird to do. Um, Man, we haven't talked about weed one time yet. We've been on the show for a minute. So here's the thing. So I did a show last week uh, in Sacramento, last minute thing. Apparently Lil Duval, if you listen to The Breakfast Club or Charlemagne the God, if you do that sort of thing, uh, had a little contra temps. <laughs> Look it up. <laughs> there was a kerfluffle about his attitude toward trans people. They were discussing, he said if he was sleeping with somebody and he found out that that person was trans, he would kill them. This is not a great take, and he hasn't apologized or backed down from it. Uh, First of all, if you don't know that the person you're sleeping with is trans before you start sleeping with them, you need to work on your communication skills. Y'all need to be talking about things before you start fucking. I don't know how it works where you just, I mean, listen, I'm down for random simplest sex or whatever. If you read Erica Jong or whatnot, I totally get it. Casual sex, man. Fuck. Comics love that shit. Not all comics, of course, but a lot of comics do. But communication, you got to talk, man. It's not the 70s. It's not the 60s. This is the 21st century, man. You got to discuss protection and diseases and negotiations and likes and kinkiness and all this stuff. That shit's got to come up uh, generally before or shortly after it all starts right you can't be surprised but the point is he got uh in a lot of trouble for that there's a lot of problems people trying to boycott the show and all this stuff so he had to cancel his gigs at the punchline so i picked him up uh because i'm very lucky that way and uh you're right i'm the fifth starter i live in sacramento and i'm a headliner there's not a lot of headline comedians who live in sacramento so generally if somebody cancels some shit i did an eddie griffin show two weeks ago at Tommy T's because he canceled and they had, quick call on Gaio. He'll show up. He's cheap and he's in town. <laughs> and so I did it, but we smoked. My point is after my show, of course, everybody likes to go into the parking lot and smoke weed. It's kind of a tradition. It's what we do. And everybody had some pretty good weed, but, uh, this one guy had brought, uh, Fronto F R O N T O Fronto. Leaves. I'm going to talk about it. We, we, I got to go for a minute. We're going to break. I'm up against it, as they say. I think that's the technical term. I'm up against it. We're going to go to to uh, some commercials and some ads and shit. Please support our sponsors. They support us. And we'll be back in a minute to talk about this frontal leaf and the rest of what's going on right here on Rolling with Umgayo. Rolling with Umgayo needs to roll some commercials from our sponsors. So stay right here. 
Introducing 420 Cloud, ignited by MSIG, one of the fastest growing social apps around. The only app you'll need for all things cannabis. Find the latest cannabis news, videos, and stories, ranging from business and tech to sports and medicine. Start your career in cannabis by seeking, identifying, and applying for jobs through our expansive listings. For businesses, 420cloud.com features a full-scale cross-channel network, monetizing high traffic for big data conversion and analytics. Download 420 Cloud now from the iTunes Store or Google Play. MSIG.com is a publicly listed company on the OTC. Symbol MCIG. The smoke is rising and the next crop of podcasts devoted to cannabis providers and enthusiasts are ready to be harvested. Welcome to the Cannabis Radio Network. Founded by respected rainmakers who have been producing award-winning podcasts for over a decade. Industry headlines, business updates, medical reports, marketing, and e-commerce education rolled up perfectly for your consumption. Let's grow together. The Cannabis Radio Network. CannabisRadio.com Ignite the conversation on some trending topics along the Cannabis Radio social media network. Join our crew of thousands on our Cannabis Radio page on Facebook or at Canna Radio, C-A-N-N-A Radio on Twitter. Plus, look for our Facebook and Google Plus pages for all of our original programs and connect with Dr. Dina, Kyle Cushman, Dr. Mitch Earlywine, Nurse Heather, Doc Rob, the hosts of Gondrepreneur, and more. Connect with the growing Cannabis Radio social crusade at Canna Radio on Twitter or search for Cannabis Radio on Facebook, Google Plus, and Instagram and grow with us. Rolling with Ungayo is back only on CannabisRadio.com. You're welcome. Okay, we're back. Once again, thank you for listening. We thank Chameleon Glass. We thank you. We thank Chameleon Ass for changing colors. Don't forget, if you use Ungayo 420 in the promo box, you get 10% off your glass. Where? There. Um, what we're talking about. Okay, it was a frontal leaf. So it's really just a tobacco leaf, right? It's like a cured tobacco leaf, but it's big and gigantic, so you can roll huge. It's like a big backwoods. And apparently it's popular on the East Coast. Uh, came up from the Caribbeans and the Jamaicans and whatnot. So they, they roll the big frontal leaf when they roll their giant spliffafarian, spliffafarian, bluntafarian blunts. And so he had one of those. Um, I, I got to say, uh, while it was delicious and smooth, it was not maybe the best rolled. It's, it's a big, bulky, loose leaf thing. So you got to you got to have some techniques. You got to have some techniques with it. But uh, it made me want to look into getting some frontal leaf because that shit was, in fact, delicious. I really enjoyed all of it. And we smoked quite a bit of that blunt and then some other things and some joints and some stuff. I'm still polishing off the last of my Salinas greenhouse weed. I think I finished off the gelato and the orgasmic OG, but I have some platinum cookies left, which I'm looking forward to speak. This is also that time of year. I don't know if you know this, but this is the uh, mid August to late September is usually a dry time for the outdoor growers, right? Because you probably just finished off all your harvest from last year and your new harvest is just now reaching peak ripeness. And so this is the time when people start calling everyone, hey man, you got any weed? I need a lot of weed. You got all the clubs start calling everybody because everybody's running out. 
it's just it, it's how it's been every year and every year some growers like man right they get all their their weed in october and november and of course the market is flooded right then so the prices are lower and people sometimes still have a bias against sun-grown weed and so they're like we're not buying any sun-grown everybody's like i'm fuck that man i'm gonna save all my weed till like till august and then i'm gonna make bank and then nobody ever does because you know it's easy to say that until your bills start piling up and all your friends are going to thailand and you want to go too so then you just sell it for what you can get but anyway we, we should probably talk about we're running out of time so we're going to talk about gigs and shit so uh next week very exciting seattle hemp fest on the 18th 19th and 20th i'll be there all over look for me just send me a direct message on twitter ngaio420 and i'll come over and smoke a bowl with you august 20th also the night of the 20th i'm going to be at the dope show at the tacoma comedy club in tacoma Washington. And then on the 21st, you can see me at in Salem, Oregon, somewhere, just wandering around watching the total eclipse of the sun and hoping to find an Audrey 2. Not an Audrey also, but an Audrey 2. I, I, the number, the number two, right? It's a little shop of horrors or whatever. Uh, there's other gigs coming up September. Well, tomorrow, next next Tuesday, the 15th, I will be in Modesto at the Cheroot Club, C-H-E-R-O-O-T. I believe it's a cigar club that also does comedy. So that'll be maybe they can give me some fronto leaves. That'll be a good time. And I got some other things. I don't know. Fucking find me. Oh, 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 oh. September 16th. September 16th is the Fancy Pants Cannabis Tasting Party in Fair Oaks, California. You can buy tickets for me right now. Get at me, NGAIO420. That's on the Instagram. That's on the Twitter. That's on the Snapchat. That's probably on the Periscope that I'm never on. I've been trying to do Snapchat more, but dude, I don't fuck it. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. That's generally where I am. NGAIO, if I'm not, you know, at clubs or at random parking lots, smoking weed and playing the drums. Uh, or singing random songs on strangers with strangers on buses. Come in on the harmonies, everybody. It makes everything sound great. That's it. That's it. We're out of time. Thank you for listening. We appreciate your support. We appreciate your help. Listen to all the people on Cannabis Radio. Support all of our sponsors. Support yourself. Sponsor yourself sometimes. Get yourself a scholarship. Send yourself to camp. Have fun. Be yourself. Smoke weed. Travel around. Meet people. I'll talk to you later. Thank you. Thank you very much. Goodbye. Opinions expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without proper consent of CannabisRadio.com is prohibited.